Good morning, Boker Tov. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to some coffee and donuts. Special thank you to our sponsor, Jeffrey Gelb, in memory of Mishul Mendovich, Shendel Baz David, Avner Ben Avram Hako. And we are continuing, Mr. Sashar, in the path of the just. The Ramchal, tapping into the formula of Rapinchas Ben Yoyer, has been describing to us the blueprint for how to live our best selves, how to live our best lives. We've talked about what it means to be mindful, Zahiros, what it means to live with alacrity, Zrizos, what it means to live with Nikias, how to purge from ourselves those negative behaviors so that we don't even have that instinct, that impulse, or that drive, how to live with precious, how to prove that we can live disciplined self-control, we can live without, only when we prove that we can live without are we entitled to live with. Now we talked about Tahara, how to strive not only for, uh, to avoid the impurity, but to achieve a level of purity. And now we're up to Chasidus, what it means to be a Chasid. Chasid is to go from good to great. It's to not be satisfied or settle for good, but it's to aim and it's to have aspiration to be great. Great in our relationship with Hashem, great in our relationship with the people around us, and great in our relationship with ourselves. We've been talking about the relationship with Hashem, and the Ramchal is divided into two categories. To grow in our sense of awe, Yira not of fear of punishment, but Yira of the uh, sense of Yira Saromamus, a sense of awe, God's vastness, His greatness, and to recoil with a sense of humility and to realize in contrast how mere mortal we are. And therefore, when we understand that contrast between us and Hashem, to be able to recognize that we conform our will to His, not the opposite way around. We work for Hashem, He doesn't work for us. And this is what the Pasuk says, we are all familiar, right behind me over our own Kodesh. It's a theme we certainly strive for. We certainly uh, strive to serve Hashem with joy, with happiness. We know that being happy is actually a prerequisite for observing Torah and mitzvot. In the Tochacha and Kisavo, Hashem holds us accountable. We are accountable because we did not serve Hashem. B'simcha. We're not just meant to do, to respond robotically or to serve as servants who are miserable, fabissant, or walk around negative, but we're meant to serve Hashem with a smile, with joy, with happiness. We should feel the gishmak to be a yid. What a privilege, what a pleasure, what a prescription for a meaningful life. We need to live life with that sense of full, a sense of full joy. So that's what we sing. I don't know of any tune for Ivdu as Hashem Beira. There's a great song, Yivdu Hashem B'Simcha. That's what we sing because that's what we strive for. Simcha Sachayim. No matter what's asked of us, no matter the circumstance, no matter the challenging time, no matter how inconvenient or uncomfortable that particular mitzvah is, to do it B'Simcha. Yivdu Hashem, how? B'Simcha. However, even though that Pasuk is also true, say it in our davening every morning, we sing it, we skip to it, try to have it be the motto and bumper sticker of our life, but not at the expense of this other Pasuk. Tehillim Perak Beis, Pasuk Yedalf, Ivdu Es Hashem Biyira. They go together, two sides of the coin. Yes, we serve Hashem with simcha, with joy, with a smile, with happiness, but we also serve Hashem Biyira. When we have a sense of awe, when we understand who He is, simcha, that joy can breed, it can lead to too casual a connection to Hashem. And as much as we're meant to see Him as our best friend, as much as we're meant to talk to Him, confide in Him, lean on Him, and be supported by Him, on the other hand, it's not a casual relationship. He's Hashem. He's the creator of the universe. He's the king of kings. He's the source of all that exists. We're not equal. We're not only not equal, we're not in the same stratosphere. The gilu birada. So the gilu, 
The rejoicing has to be bir ada, with a sense of trembling. Sometimes you could be in such awe in the presence of such greatness that even though you're on nervous, you're on spilkas, you have goosebumps by the presence of awe of what you're seeing or who you're with, that is the source of the joy of the gilu. El narat another God is grandeur is in great counsel of the holy ones whose awesomeness is over all who surround him. Angels are closer to Hashem than physical beings. We live in a world of temptation, of, des- of drive, of desire, of failure, of shortcomings, of indiscretions. Angels are perfect. Angels are a manifestation and expression of Hashem on earth. So angels aren't struggling. Angels don't have that conflict or that tension. So they're able to live with a greater sense of awe. We have to peel back the layers in order to be able to discover, to expose Hashem, and only then to realize and feel with awe. If a person's walking around all day, typing, looking down, they won't look at the magnificent universe which is screaming out Hashem's name. You can't go through life, you shouldn't be able to go through a day and not be filled with the awe of Hashem to look around. Yes, two days ago I was driving, there was an enormous turtle in the middle of the road. Enormous turtle, there was somebody who stopped to try to help that turtle, because someone, no matter how hard that shell, someone was about to crush the turtle. Good news is, at least the turtle wasn't going to take down the Erev, like this Osprey did a couple weeks before. But the Osprey, the turtle, the lizards, the magnificent sky, the warm sun on your neck as you feel the cool breeze on a cold Boca 68 degree day. Hashem is everywhere. Hashem is available, but you know, we're looking down. We're typing, we're looking down, we're reading, we're scrolling. So we don't even notice what's all around us. Everybody else walked by that sneh that was burning, not being consumed. Moshe Rabbeinu is the only one who stopped and saw. It was there, this extraordinary phenomenon was there for everybody else to notice too. Just everybody was looking down. Moshe Rabbeinu said, wow, Hashem is everywhere. Oh, did you see that? It's unbelievable. Hashem is everywhere if we open our eyes and we see. So we human beings struggle because we're distracted. We have to earn a living. We have to respond to the emails and the texts. We're curious what's going on in the stock market, the news, or who won the game last night. So we're struggling with that temptation, which ends up clouding our vision so we don't see what's right in front of our very eyes. The angels who walk around, they don't care about the stock market, the game. They're not concerned with politics. They're not tempted to eat. They don't care about the physical world in which we live. So they more readily see Hashem. So His awesomeness is available, accessible, for all who surround him. David HaMelech said, I will bow towards your base on Mikdash. How? Of course, with Simcha, with Geshmak to be a Yid, but also with a healthy dose of Biyir Asecha, with awe, with awe. So the Ramchal is reminding us that our relationship with Hashem is informed, inspired, it's driven by a healthy sense of simcha, the gishmak to be a yid. Can't just be all shock and awe. Can't just be all fear of punishment. It's got to be the gishmak, the joy, the happiness, the excitement. But sometimes the pendulum can swing too far to that side because then the reaction will be, I only do the things that make me happy. That doesn't bring me simcha, that particular mitzvah or that thing I'm asked to give up. So on the one hand, Moshe Feinstein famously said after the war, that we don't say Shver designed to be a Yid. Our, Yidd- our Yiddishkeit can't be based on, no, it's difficult, it's tough, it takes sacrifice to be a Jew. It has to be Gishmak to be a Yid. 
But maybe we're living in a generation the pendulum has swung too far on the side of it has to be gishmak to be a yid, which it does. But we could also use a healthy dose of, you know why you have to do it? Because God said so. When he says jump, we say how high. He's the king of kings. He's the master of the universe. And to him we will be accountable. He has expectations of us. He gave us the blueprint, the formula for life. So yes, we should do it with joy, with happiness, and we should recognize he asks us to do it because it is the ultimate source of joy and satisfaction. But guess what? Even when you don't feel like doing it, and even when it's inconvenient or uncomfortable today, even when it's not what you want to be doing, with a healthy sense of yira, you have to have awe. You have to have fear, the low-level yira. You have to have fear that we have consequences, we have accountability. That's life. Today, I was talking to a machanech yesterday who said, you know, one of the challenges of these helicopter parents, they come in, they rescue children, they'll never learn. But their parents are not going to come into the accounting firm or the law firm or the operating room. Parents are not going to rescue them. Maybe they'll still try. The parents are not going to rescue them. The college professor they're going to go meet with. I can't believe you gave my child that grade on the test. So we have to teach accountability at a young age. Rescuing our children with helicopter parenting not only doesn't teach them how to live in this world and live life, it doesn't teach them how to live in the next world with Hashem. That Hashem does love us and He is forgiving, but we are accountable. We are responsible. There are consequences to the choices that we make. And that's part of the fabric of what it means to be alive. The real world teaches that. And the Ribbon Shalom will hold us accountable with love. Like a parent holds a child accountable with love, yet holds us accountable. So the Ramchal is emphasizing that, yeah, there's Ava. Yeah, there's Ivduas Hashem B'Simcha. But there's also Ivduas Hashem B'Yira. We also have to not get too casual, too comfortable. We have to realize with a sense of awe. He's the Melech Malachi Amlachim. He's the King of Kings. We report to him and he's in charge. And we have to think about uh, our actions and our behavior and strive to be the best we can with that in mind as well. 8.45, living with Amun at 9 o'clock tonight, behind the Bima with the great Sadiq of Yerushalayim, Rav Machlis, just an extraordinary individual. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy, have a fantastic day.